All right. The smooth sounds. Yeah, we got that smooth sound the going on. Show. Hello, everybody. Uh, hello, Shay people, radio station followers. This is Manuel James Delgado. You're listening to The Manny Show for the very first time. I'm so glad to be with you all, and I hope you're glad to be with us. Um, yeah, I've been doing The Manny Show for quite a few years, and basically the reason why I have Manny Show um, and the name, I couldn't, I'm not very original with names so I was just like my name's Manuel and it's a show Manny show so I think that's all right right guys right <laughs> very very cool but basically but the reason why I have it is I just you know hopefully those that are listening they go away you know edified equipped and comforted in the season that they're in and so that's that's just you know my my wish for you all that are listening right now so whether you're listening in in, in the car on the radio when you get home, you can stream it on your computer. And even better, if you want to see these beautiful faces and who's in the studio, you go to the Shea Facebook page. You do the Snabole, the at, the at symbol, Shay S-J-E-Y dot F-O, in the search bar on Facebook, and you'll find their page. And you can see it's going live right now. And if you're watching live, there's a few people there. You can see, wow, there's a lot of people in that studio. So we're going to do a quick round and, and see who's who. And we got some guests in here, all the way from America. Isn't it weird? Have you guys noticed that when you, wherever you go as Americans, there's like for some reason in the sky, there's a bald eagle. Kaka! Right? Have you ever noticed I've, I've it? I've seen one in have my you, whole life. Have you only seen one? <laughs> no. I, I saw actually this year, I saw one in Denver. In Denver? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. If you can do a quick round and, and just tell who you are, where you're from, and... Sure. Your favorite, I don't know, dinner time conversation. Dinner time conversation. <laughs> Topic. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing off limits for that. Um, my name is Michael Miller. I'm a, a pastor in Denver at a church called Reclamation Church. Uh, and I also have a podcast that's uh, probably most well known on YouTube called the Remnant Radio. I, I, I watch and listen. Very yeah. cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a theology podcast that's, um, you know, I, I would say that we're looking for the remnant out there that loves the miraculous, loves the gifts of the Spirit, but also loves theology and doctrine and and don't see those two to be mutually exclusive. Mm. I think you can have them in tension and in balance. Yeah. Together, so. so that the word remnant, I know what it means, but is it is it uh, inspired from Elijah when he was complaining, saying that he was all alone, and God's like, "Nah, I have a remnant." Yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, that's exactly where it comes from. Yeah, I would say that for both uh, Josh Lewis, myself, Michael Roundtree, um, we have felt somewhat like spiritual orphans in that, like mm. we were, you know, in the evangelical world that didn't practice the gifts, and mm. then we were in the charismatic world where it just felt like rails off, and mm. uh, 
and <laughs> rails and off. We were, you know, I felt like I had to check my my head at the door. Um, oh my goodness! And so we we just felt very alone until we yeah. kind of found each other and started doing this podcast and realized that there was a, a remnant out there that we yeah. weren't alone. So that's cool. Cool. Next in line. Yeah, I'm Josh Hughes. Uh, Josh Hughes. Josh I like Hughes that. From the great state of Texas. Are you? Uh, yeah. That's, my papa's from uh, El Paso, the uh, armpit of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. We see bald eagles all the time. Um, but I am Dehydrated, in, maybe. I think the better state of Colorado with Michael at uh, Reclamation Church and uh, get the chance to learn under him, which is quite an incredible gift. Sweet. Uh, my nightly dinner conversation right now is around Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power. Come on. Hey, I, I just downloaded the, uh, oh the newest goodness. episode if y'all want to watch it. That's I watched cool. it on the plane. You already watched cool. the newest episode. Oh, oh bro. Looks like we lost our uh, USB-C. Is that for the uh, camera? It's for the sound. Uh-oh. Saying it's not connected, so the Facebook world can't hear us yet. We'll figure it out. All right. And then I have also in the studio, which I'm so like, wow, about. San and I have had a big heart to, you know, for the youth of the Fair Islands for, since we've been here. And we can talk more about the vision that God gave us for it and how it's all fallen into place. But it has fallen into place. And you two guys are here helping us pioneer a movement here to get into the schools with kingdom values and 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 just into our everyday society. And you have uh, donated <laughs> a year of your life <laughs> to be uh, with Santa and I and, and do this. So just give an introduction of who you are, where you're from, and yeah, your dinner time topic. Yeah, uh, I'm Jan. I'm from Germany, and I'm a part of the PACE team here on Faroe Islands this year. And my favorite topic is probably also Lord of the Rings. And also like sports or music, there's a lot. So, yeah. Cool. Next in line. I'm Daniel from Brazil. And I'm also here for a, a year of volunteer work with uh, with base movements. Um, I think my favorite... I, I like when, when I'm with my, with my family in dinner, I like just to... Uh, ask some hard questions sometimes of the bible just to see my mother struggling how to answer it <laughs> really yeah <laughs> yeah that's it nice very cool and we have some guys in the background we got a scottish and another american so you'll be pro you'll probably be hearing from them a little bit later so um but i i brought you guys in here because you are here visiting for what a week it's about a week yeah just under at least for me, I guess, yeah, you, you guys have been here. You'll be here for a week total. Yeah. Oh, you're, you guys are staying longer. Well, they came out a day before I did. Ah. I, uh, Michael I sent his ticket to me, and I read the date wrong, and so I had us getting here on the 12th when he was leaving on the 12th. <laughs> what? Kind of yeah. Difference. All good. We got an extra day. Yeah, but but you were invited by by the leaders of YWAM, Abraham and Inga, Inga Marie, and uh, old friends, even yeah. before the YWAM days. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, I think I think I met you and them at the same time. Well, yeah, in Copenhagen. Yeah. Oh, it was probably yeah. like. Yeah, that's right. It was with Vineyard or something like that. You were out there doing some. Yeah, things. I think that was maybe nine years ago, because it was before. No. Yeah, it was over nine years ago because mm -hmm. it was before I met my wife. Trip out. Yeah. Wow. And then you've been out here a couple times. You were here with your wife, and 
How many kids do you have now? Well, I, I came out here with my wife and my son yeah. the first time, and yeah. that was probably five years ago. Yeah. And then came out a second time with my wife, my son, and my newborn daughter. What? And she was like, I think she was five months oh old. Oh my at the goodness. Time. That's so awesome. And then uh, it's been about three and a half years. So it's been a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so cool. And, and now you're out here with, on behalf of YWAM, and they're starting this Bible school. Uh, can, you, can you give me a little bit of feedback about what, what that's about and what you're going to be teaching about there? Yes, I think it's called Arise and Shine. It's going to be at Owasa Church. Yeah. Owasa, we we yeah. start uh, Friday evening. I honestly don't know what time it starts. You know the schedule better than I do. You can find out. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up out. in a bit. Um, yeah, so it starts on Friday evening, and then I think it goes in, uh, on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. till about 4 p.m., mm. Or they say it differently here. They say 10 they don't, to Yeah, 16. they don't say PMs. Yeah, they, yeah. They, military time here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and the topic will be on uh, prophecy and mm. hearing God. Right, on. And, and, and um, my wife and some of the Pace girls and some others, they'll be doing the worship. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's going to be awesome. I don't know if I've ever heard your wife lead worship. She's amazing, dude. Yeah. She, she just loves to flow, and she has an epic voice, and... Oh, that's yeah. gonna be great. Well, it'll be good. I'm, I'm glad I get to see I'm building too. I didn't know. I didn't know I was gonna see better that. than amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very cool. All right, looking forward to it. Cool. Well, we're gonna play a song when we get back. We have some questions for you about uh, prophecy, but uh, maybe you can do an intro about your teaching and, and maybe just you know get people excited about what, what does it mean to be used on behalf of God. I, 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 I like this, um, uh, this scripture. That uh, I go to, with, without vision, the people will perish. It's in Proverbs 29, I think. And, and I looked up that word, vision, and, and it's actually like a prophetic insight. It's like the very voice of God. And then perish, I looked at another translation, and it actually means chaos, right? So without hearing the voice of God, every day in your life, you just live a life of chaos, so I, I think it's very, very important. And, and so I'm re- really looking forward to hearing your insight on it and stuff like that. Oh, we got some outside viewers right on. So we're just going to play some music here. This is my first time in the studio, so sorry, guys, for all of the hiccups here. But here you go. And we'll be right back. Take the blame or take your innocence tonight. If you had your way, would you leave? Slide into the water, turn your face and drift away. It's hard to tell how far I fell because I'm used to being down here inside myself. There's nothing here for me, there's nothing here for me now. I want away to run away, but every plan I made left me here the same. There's nothing here for me. There's nothing here for me now But every time I try to move on yeah, The demons go a little bit harder Honestly, they know that I'm lost Yeah, They can smell the blood in the water Never had control of myself Yeah, I just went a little bit farther Promised that I know I need help But I just need the voice of my father I just need the voice of my father Try to hide the way that I felt I just need the voice of my father Only got a hold of myself But it's all the same I thought of it. All right. 
We are back. If you're just joining us, this is the Manny Show. First time on Shea Radio Station. We have already some really cool guests to start start off this show. A couple Americans, Scottish dude, a German, and a Brazilian. And it's not a joke. Haha. So three men walk into a bar, but it hurt because it was metal. Get it? Yeah. Do you have humor like that in Brazil? Yeah, in Brazil we have uh, hard humor. Hard humor, it's yeah. called. Oh, interesting. I got kicked out of America because my humor was so bad. <laughs> so that's why I'm here in the Fair Islands. But it's all good. It's all good. Michael, <laughs> Michael Miller. Mm-hmm. Man, it's so good to see your face. Thank you. Yes, very, very good. You doing good? I'm doing good, man. Yeah. yeah. A oh. little jet lagged, but Yeah, of course. I'm good. Yeah. It's weird because like when I go to the States, I gain a day. So I'm hyped when I go to Cali. I'm just like, yes, let's just take over. I kind of get the feeling you're hyped when you go anywhere. <laughs> I, yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. But when I come back, I'm like dead for a day. Twenty four hours, just leave me alone. Oh yeah. No. Coming out here is a lot harder. Um, yeah, so I'm a little jet lagged, but I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. I got just a bunch of good things going on, so nice. can't complain. Very, very cool. You you were at um, you were at another church called Vone, and that's on the island called Sandor. Uh, wh- what happened there? Give me some highlights. Uh, so they asked me to come and speak at their church, and I taught on the nature of faith. And sort of how faith is not actually what we think it is, that it's not psychological certainty as what the word of faith would have us believe, uh, that faith is actually confidence in God's goodness and his character, mm. that it's relational, mm-hmm. it's not, uh, and that to, to think otherwise would actually be faith in faith, which is not it's faith not at all. Faith at right. All, yeah. yeah. So it's really, and it's always going to put the responsibility for everything that happens by faith on the person and their ability to conjure up mm. psychological certainty. And so I, I was making the argument that it's it's no different than I have faith in my, my family, that when I go to their house, it's okay for me to grab something out of the fridge because I know them. That's a comfort faith. Right. There's a level of understanding there that I know what's appropriate and what's not. I know how to represent them well. Uh, and that is what faith in God looks like. Mm. So I expect miracles and healings because I know the person I'm praying to. Come on. That he's good and he's kind and he cares about us. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's what you talked about there. That's what I talked about there last night. What yeah. was the response? I think it was, I mean, what would you guys say? Uh, what do you think, Josh? Yeah, I'd say positive. Um... That's it. Yeah, <laughs> positive, it was, yeah. It good. He's a man of many words. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think it was overall well-received. I think it probably, uh, it helped people to, to kind of be okay with like, I mean, you've heard this happen. How many times have you prayed for somebody who was sick and they say, and you say, well, how are you feeling? And they say, oh, I'm just believing that I'm better mm, in faith. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, we call that lying where I'm from. Uh, <laughs> or living in denial. Um, and, and, but I get it. You know, the, the sentiment is that to say that... Uh, I'm still feeling and experiencing the symptoms of a problem. Mm. Is they think it's somehow counter to faith, and I would say no. That's that's not. You're not going to lose something by just saying I actually still feel pain, mm. and I need to know so I can pray again if need be. Yeah. Because again, I know the person I'm praying to, mm. and so I think it was a kind of a balancing message, and the response was overwhelmingly good, and in, in the sense that 
everybody wanted prayer afterwards. You know, we got to introduce them to the God that we know and love mm. and, and pray for them. So we saw, I would say, a good number of accurate prophetic words, um, maybe one healing and deliverance, two healing deliverances. So, yeah, it was, it was good. For those that don't know what that means, what's the difference between healing and deliverance? Well, often t- those two things are combined. So, you know, Jesus healed a blind mute boy. Mm-hmm. Well, the blind blindness and his inability to speak was actually caused Possession. by an evil spirit. Mm-hmm. And so you have to deal with the evil spirit before you can deal with the eyesight issue mm-hmm. and the because that was the cause. So how do you how do you um discern from it just being like a, a medical issue and and a spiritual issue? issue? Is that sp- uh, discerning between spirits? Uh, yeah, you, you could call that a gift of discernment of spirits um, when you have discerned that there's something demonic. So it's more than caused. just a medical situation. Yeah, and sometimes there are just medical situations. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Sometimes people are just sick for natural reasons. Mm-hmm. We live in a broken world. and Yeah. Then you just uh, say, deal with it, or do you pray for them? <laughs> well, then, then you would want a gift of healing. Right? A gift of healing would be the appropriate tool yeah. in your yeah. Holy Spirit tool bag to, to bring to them. <laughs> Very cool. So how, how how did they Josh right? How did they respond? Did, did you share anything, or did you pray for anybody, or how did it go for you? Yeah, we were praying for a few people. Um, I would say that these guys had some more uh, prophetic words that were yeah. strong. I think I had some senses that were good, um, but it was just good to pray with the people. I think it's like such a blessing. Um, I mean, always like when you're praying with others, you get to like experience. I feel like the love of God. That's certainly one thing, and then also just reminding me that. Uh, God is alive and active in each and every one of these people's lives. Mm. And it's like getting a lot of focus off of me, which I love, mm. um, and uh, getting to see that. So it's, just, it's such an honor and a privilege to, to get to pray with people, um, ask God to move, and, and encounter some. Cool. So we, we kind of like went in through the side door with the introduction of prophecy. <laughs> but I mean, I like doing that. But, but I mean, for, for you, your understanding of the Word of God and, and your experiences with your relationship and being used, what, what is prophecy for you? How important is it? And is it for everybody? That's a whole, a whole can of... Yeah. Well, boom, how, 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 bring it. How far down the rabbit hole do you want to go with this? Because, uh, I mean, when you I think, think maybe of, just a, a little bit of a teaser, because then they could come and learn sure. more from, from, from at the school if they want to join. Well, let me, let me put it this way. Um, since the Protestant Reformation, we have... Um, I'm trying to think how to phrase it. We've deregulated, or, or not deregulated, we've, we've turned away from gifts of the Spirit, thinking that uh, because we have the Scriptures, we no longer have need of them. And I would actually say... Need of what? The gifts? The gifts of the Spirit, specifically revelatory gifts like prophecy. Mm-hmm. And I would say that that's a major error. And, I, and don't get me wrong in this, I'm, I'm all for the solas, sola scriptura being one of them. I wholeheartedly believe that the scriptures alone are what we need for salvation. Mm. And it's because of my, my love for the scriptures that I believe in prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the, the, the scriptures themselves, they tell us desire earnestly spiritual gifts. And then two out of those three times, it'll mention prophecy among, above all the other gifts. So if anything, mm-hmm. that is to be the one that is the most sought after. And actually, the words desire earnestly that's used, it's the same words for, for lust after. So that's not just like a, a passive approach to gifts of the Spirit. That yeah. is a, a longing, seeking after kind of approach. Mm-hmm. And the one that is supposed to be sought after the most is prophecy. And I would Because say, it edifies others. Yeah, and, yeah. And Jesus says, the, the world will know you're my disciples by the way you love each other. So like, it's a, it's a, it's a gift or even a a trait, a heavenly trait that helps us bless 
others around us. Yeah, I think the, the reasons for it are multifaceted. You've yeah. got uh, First Corinthians 14.3 says for edification, comfort, encouragement. So that means to build faith. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and But then you've also got a number of other reasons that prophecy is used all throughout the Old Testament. And as a matter of fact, I would say, so, so since the Protestant Reformation, we've made our pneumatology, or what we believe about the Spirit of God, to be relegated uh, primarily to either the enlightening of the Scriptures um, or to soteriology, which means how we're saved. But actually, if you look at uh, all of the references to the Holy Spirit throughout the entirety of both the Old and New Testament, I think it was John Mark Ruthven who said 85% of references to the Holy Spirit have to do with power and specifically prophetic power. Mm-hmm. And so if the Spirit is being poured out on the church at large, not just a few gifted prophets or a few kings here and there or a mm-hmm. few judges, if it's if it's being poured out on the people of God uh, in mass, then what should, what should the people of God be characterized by? They should be characterized by the power of the Spirit, specifically speaking, that they'd be a prophetic people. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and that, that, that's not even touching on the content that we're going to come to tomorrow night and on Saturday. Yeah. That, uh, on um, Friday night and Saturday, that's going to be more of the mechanics, right? Like, how does this work? And who does God speak to? And uh, how does God speak to one person for others? And um, how do you know if you're getting a word wrong? And what do you do with somebody who gets a prophetic word wrong? Are we supposed to kill them? Uh, like they says in the Old Testament, right? Stone the, the false prophets. And so what is a false prophet? So we're yeah. going to be tackling a lot of different issues uh, this weekend. Exciting. Exciting. Very cool. Any Anything you want to add? No, he summed that up very well. <laughs> <laughs> well so Josh, uh, Josh has uh, helped me plant the church in Denver, Colorado called Reclamation. And he and I met when he came to a conference I did uh, in Oklahoma, Right, and Oklahoma yeah, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, called Convergence. This was back in 2019, I think, was that conference. And so he was living in Colorado at the time. I was living in Texas at the time. And uh, his one of his elders is a buddy of mine and sort of set us up. And Josh had no idea I was actually moving back to Denver to plant a church. And so the next thing you know, he is like, okay, I want to learn about the gifts, you know, the stuff I saw on the stage. I'm interested in it. Am I saying that right? Like, what was your thoughts? Yeah. I, your uh, first experience was Convergence with, with prophecy, right? Pretty much, yeah, or at least accurate prophecy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I came from more of like a reform background, uh, very biblically based, uh, very uh, much focusing on scripture. Father, very, Son, and Holy Bible. Totally. Uh, and just like being strongly convicted, like you, you just read scripture and you're like, man, I want to see God move like this. Like mm. my intellectual arguments with my non-believing friends weren't getting very far. And so like I wanted to see uh, moves of power. And uh, the church I was at at the time, which is an incredible church, it's where some of these guys are at, um, or involved with. And uh, they sent me to the Convergence, uh, where I saw... What's a Convergence? Uh, the conference in Oklahoma City, which is uh, the, kind of the concept of bringing both the converging of spirit and word together, uh, yeah. as it's intended to be. Yeah. And uh, it was just beautifully displayed, like how to pray for people well, seeing healing, seeing all this, in, in a very mm-hmm. like um, scriptural, uh, scriptural and digestible way that wasn't like breeding... Um, uh, skepticism or anything. I was like, that's, that's odd, but just like, man, this is beautiful. And so I sent Michael an email. I was like, I've got so many questions. Like, how are you getting words for people? How are you able to call out sicknesses? And how are you able to do this? Like, what does it even sound like? And mm. I was in for coffee and he was like, I'm planning a church in Denver. And I was like, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to be a part of it. Just like that. Boom. Yeah. 
It's awesome sweet. how he just aligns things like that. Truly. Yeah, we've been hanging out since 2020, mm-hmm. very beginning. Yes, we <laughs> During the COVID season. Oh, man. Shows you how prophetic I am. Feet <laughs> so, have you hugged yet? <laughs> Once they lifted the mask mandate, they are the like, we I want to hug, man. I mean, it is weird because I, I mean, I haven't, I was supposed to come here in 2020. Yeah. And that got shut down. Yeah. Well, I was actually supposed to go to Norway with Abraham and Maria. Oh, uh, yeah, when they were out there. Yeah, when they were out there. And then COVID kind of yeah. put the clamp down on that, didn't it? My goodness. Yeah. So. Very cool. Boys, what, what's your uh, exposure to to this topic uh, back in Germany and Brazil? I would love to hear. What, what... How many prophets did you stone? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and you go start. For... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know because in Germany we have like a lot of different churches. You spoke about the Reformation, and I guess it's like. Every church has another opinion about it. Mm. About the Reformation or about prophecy in particular? Yeah, like the Holy Spirit and... What? He's saying you need to speak closer to the microphone. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like... Uh, so I don't know. It's very different. Yeah, but- I was I was actually in Germany in March uh, doing some, uh, some ministry stuff in Stendhal and Hamburg and uh, one other town. Sp- Spivey? No, it's not Spivey. Something like that. Yeah, and in Germany, it's a variety of opinions about it. Mm-hmm. So, and even in my church, there are a lot of people having different opinions. So, but what do they have? They ever taught about it, or yeah, it's. Have you ever been exposed to it? Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. But uh, I mean, we did it with the school. Yeah, no, but, but not in Germany though. Oh, in Germany, you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for example, uh, in my church, there are a lot of people from Catholic Church, from the area. So it's actually a Protestant church. So we have a lot of people from different churches there. It's a colorful mix of everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we all believe in Jesus, and this is like yeah. the main point. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And and what are your thoughts on on the prophetic gift or having that as an everyday value? Yeah, I guess it's important that we just listen to God and have and um, listen to him what his tasks are for us and that we but it's also a bit dangerous because you have to filter it if it's God who spoke to you or just your mind that Mm. wants something very hard yeah I would actually argue that it's dangerous not to have it Mm. yeah but yeah it's also a point, but <laughs> no. I mean, I don't mean it's dangerous. I mean it's like maybe it's um yeah, it can be abused, and it's also mm. like a a thin path to go what God wants and what do I want. So what 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 I want is not always false, but it's not that, not that what God has planned for me, maybe. Mm. Cool. Cool, cool. Mr. Daniel. Yeah, uh, in Brazil, it's a big country, so there's many types of churches. And yeah. I think the best church is the one that has the uh, balance between uh, how they see this, how they use the scriptures, and how they, um, how they are guided 
through using gifts and these mm. things because there are some churches that they just perish because of don't um they don't read and they don't study the bible so they do mm. things that it's clearly written in the word of god don't do this and they're doing mm. yeah, yeah yeah and there are other churches that are just like there's no gifts and <laughs> almost they're almost saying uh there's no holy spirit <laughs> wow yeah so they're of uh, both kinds of church and mm. um we have a lot of poor people in brazil and they uh are easily persuaded yeah to like to give money and and like this is a bless uh like oh this is a blessed stone and you need to buy for a huge prize you know and they because they, they're desperate for change yeah and yeah so so like i saw a lot of these and fake um fake healings and many things like mm, that yeah but they're also like good churches with uh they they go really deep into the word of god yeah. but they also go really deep into what the spirit wants to do and yeah. So, yeah 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 so cool so what are your thoughts about it in your life like i think that the the place that the the spirit is more like um we can see most of the gifts and things and miracles happening is in the places that Jesus yet uh, is not known. Mm. So, like, if Brazil, there's a lot of Christians. There, there uh, here is a lot of Christians in America, but there are some languages that uh, the gospel isn't there yet. Mm. There are some, like, uh, I'll give the example of India. India is a huge country. But they they have so many languages and so many different tribes and different yeah, people. Yeah. So it's not like oh the gospel is already in India. Mm-mm. So the gospel is in India, but maybe is is not in this language. Mm. And I think that because uh, I I heard um, someone saying this and like when uh, this man he went to a place that the gospel was never spoken. That was the place that he most see. Uh, he most saw the spiritual mm. and yeah, yeah. So I think that's my thoughts. That if uh, we have things like this occurring uh, in many countries, but I think the main place that the crazy things, uh, crazy good things with the Holy Spirit will happen is in the place that the gospel is not yet yeah. well known. Yeah. It's 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 interesting how we we you know. We say without without the Bible, you can't get saved. Without the scripture, the tangible Bible, and you can't get saved. But like you said, there's so many countries and languages and tribes that don't have it, and yet you see them getting encounters with God through the through His Holy Spirit. Are we going to deny the revival that happened there or the move of God there because the Bible actually wasn't there and they couldn't read it and say, "Oh, I'm going to quote," you know, from Romans that, you know, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. They didn't quote that scripture, uh, but you see them following the Jesus that you follow. Yeah. And they didn't even have the Bible yet. I don't know I if you, there's a whole society. I mean, this this idea of culture being literate, mm. that's a modern phenomenon. Yeah. And even having a Bible in our language, I mean, that started in Germany. Uh, you know, Gutenberg Press changed the face and scope of Christianity yeah. and our understanding of the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before that, Germans, they had to know Latin or they had to know... Greek and Hebrew um, to understand the scriptures. So, yeah. um, 
Yeah, that, that idea is, is t- entirely a modern phenomenon. Mm. But it's also the reason why people didn't miss church. Um, that, was, <laughs> that, that was the reason why they, yeah. that, that's where they could hear the teachings of the scriptures. Yeah, yeah. It's also the reason why you go to the Vatican today and you have these mosaics yeah. because people were illiterate. So they yeah. would tell the story of Christ through pictures. Mm-hmm. And it's the same reason we show the Jesus film when we go to certain tribes in Africa and yeah. tell the story of the gospel. Yeah. Very, very cool. I think it's exciting to see the way God moves outside of our facets or whatever you call it. Like he's just, he's so much bigger. So, so, yeah. Anyways, yeah. You guys have any questions for this, for these awesome dudes here? Yeah. Like, um, I think I saw many times a misinterpretation of prophecy and, um, other gifts like prophecy, words of wisdom and, um, Words of knowledge, yeah. Words of knowledge, and m- sometimes our revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like what's the strict difference? Because sometimes, sometimes I think is they're together in the same like in the same uh, conversation. I yeah, I have the like the two gifts occurring in the same time. I don't know. So um, let me rephrase your question to see if you're, if I'm understanding you properly. You're asking, what is the distinction between prophecy, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and revelation? Is that correct? Yeah. Um, well, the tough thing about that is the scriptures actually don't give us clear definitions of any of them. They really don't. We know the, the affect of prophecy, that it causes you know, people to be edified, comforted, encouraged. Um, but uh, the word revelation just simply means something God has spoken or something God has revealed. Um, and so there are various forms of revelation or the way that God has revealed himself or what he wants us to know. Um, you've got in Job thirty-three fourteen, it says, God speaks here one way, there another, though man may not perceive it. Mm. So even when God gives a revelation, there's the potential that the hearer might not even realize that it's God speaking to him. Uh, you see that happen with Samuel, when Samuel gets called to be a prophet. You know, Eli is in the other room, he hears the name Samuel, and he goes into the other room to talk to Eli, thinking it was Eli who called him. <laughs> you see, he misunderstood. He didn't realize that it was God himself speaking to him. So, the, now, is there a difference? I, I think there is, just based upon the words themselves and what those words mean, but there's no specific definition given to each one of them. Matter of fact, word of wisdom and word of knowledge is only found in one verse of Scripture in one chapter of the Bible. Uh, they both come from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And so he mentions you know, nine various gifts, and, and it's by no means a comprehensive list of gifts. It's just a smattering of different gifts that probably pop, up, pop off in Paul's head as he's writing those words. Um, and he mentions words of knowledge that just means knowledge that you could not know had it not been revealed by God. Facts, information... Um, that's comes through a word from God. Um, word of wisdom probably means uh, when you find yourself at a crisis and you're needing direction, you've got one of two paths to go on, and God tells you supernaturally which direction to go uh, through another person, that there's no way that person could know that you're 
deliberating between those two choices. So you think of James 1, when you've got these guys that are dispersed abroad, 12 tribes. He says, consider all joy when you counter troubles of various kinds. So this is a persecuted people. They're dispersed abroad because of the persecution. And then he says, hey, if any of you lack wisdom, if you're Hmm. stuck in a crossroads and you don't know what to do, ask of God and he'll give it to you generously without fault finding. Yeah. So in other words, he's not going to go through a litany of all your sins to determine whether or not he's going to give you the wisdom you're asking for. And then he says, you got to ask with faith, though. And by faith, he doesn't mean you got to believe that what I'm saying or that you, you got to know that I'm going to give you the answer. It's not that you have to know something. It means, and when I give you wisdom, do what I say. Don't hmm. turn from that. Yeah. Uh, actually trust the wisdom that I'm giving you. So I think that's what wisdom, word of wisdom is. You're at a crossroads, and God gives you direction in an uncanny way that you know is Him. Um, prophecy, I would use as sort of an umbrella term to talk about all the different ways that God speaks. Uh, I, I would say a word of knowledge or a prophecy. I, my, my mentor would define it as either a future foretelling or a current uh, presentation of the current priorities of God in a moment in time. I think that's an accurate way. I would dumb it down to this. God speaking through a person on behalf of another person. So like if if God gave me a prophetic word, he would be speaking it to me, but it would be on the behalf of somebody else. So I would be meant to share it with them. And then there are various forms of revelation as far as that goes. We have the revelation of Christ, right? The, the, The letter written by John. We have the revelation of scriptures. We have the revelation in nature, right? The nature itself testifies to God's existence, that there's a creator. Uh, so we have all kinds of ways that God reveals things. Mm. Does that help? Yeah. Uh, you I, asked a hard question, and I, I linked it. <laughs> and uh, you said, like, about the gifts, and in the Bible there is some, some, uh, some verses that, Say say something about spiritual gifts and others just gifts, like uh, and how many spiritual gifts? Like I think it's nine spiritual gifts in First Corinthians. Well, there's actually more than that listed in First Corinthians twelve, but there's in one section of First Corinthians twelve it lists yeah. off nine, one right after the next. But like, but it also mentions miracle working in a different little section of First Corinthians twelve, which isn't in that first. But you believe that are more gifts that oh, yeah. is not in the Bible? Like, Paul didn't write, wrote about, but there are other gifts? Well, I don't think... If you'll notice, there are several different lists of gifts in the entirety of the New Testament. You've got a list in Ephesians 4, and we know that they're called gifts because in uh, it says, you know, when he ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. Mm-hmm. So the gifts that are mentioned in Ephesians 4 are literally because God has ascended. Uh, that that's what he's done when he took his seat on a throne, like a yeah. king coming back from war. He's got the spoils of war, and he's giving them away to his people. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got that list. You've got a list in First Peter 4, a very small list, and none of these lists are the exact same. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got another list in—you've um, got a mention, uh, just mentions of gifts— in uh, 1 Timothy 4, but he doesn't name what the gift Timothy had was. You've got another mention of a gift in 2 Timothy 1.6, but again, he doesn't name what the gift was. You've got another list of gifts in Romans 12, and it's not the same that's mentioned in 1 Corinthians 12. And so um, if all of these lists are different, then what's implied here is not that Paul is giving a comprehensive uh, list of gifts, but just sort of giving a general 
uh, list in the sense that there's plenty out there. We don't even know all the ones that God has given, but but here are some that we do know, mm-hmm. and he lists them off. Yeah, does that help? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks. So, you, so yes, you... there's quite possibly gifts that Paul didn't mention in those letters, or that Peter didn't mention in his letter. Mm. When you hear that uh, this, this phrase that everything in the Bible is true, but not all truth is it's in the contained Bible. in the Bible, right? Yeah. Well, everything we need uh, for salvation is contained in, in the, the scripture. Bible, yeah. yeah. So when you talk about sola scriptura, you're not saying that. Uh, yeah, you said you said uh, one of the phrases for that defining what you just said, the Latin phrase there. Uh, you need the scriptures for salvation. Well, no. I, well, we need the maybe to understand it. Right? No, I was just w- we, wanting to know for, what you meant. The scriptures themselves contain. I'm not saying that it's the scriptures alone that we need to get the knowledge of God. Yeah, I'm saying okay. the scriptures themselves alone contain all that yes. we need for life and godliness yes. and salvation. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Um, I like that. So that when they say the scriptures alone, that's sort of a that's in juxtaposition to the Pope who could speak ex cathedra. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need more scripture. We've got the scriptures, mm-hmm. and they're to, we've got everything that God wants to reveal authoritatively mm-hmm. contained there. Yeah. And in that, we also know that prophecy is one of the things he wants us to have mm. because the scriptures themselves authoritatively tell us that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah? Yeah, and the man, you got anything? Uh, yeah. And we talked about it some days ago, how you can filter um, mm. prophecy from things you like you have the feeling God talk to you maybe like in your thoughts you have different thoughts maybe and or you dream something and how can you filter it if it's like a prophecy for you or for somebody else or if it's just like something cool yeah from you <laughs> and then we came uh, Manuel told us that there are some um, points where you can just figure out what it is if it's I guess comforting and equipping, like, or brings me um, near nearer to God or somebody else, then it's from God. And if it's not helpful, like, um, in my um, relationship to God or for somebody else's relationship, then it's not um, from God. So, and but how can I figure it out if it's helpful? For me or somebody else, maybe in the long term. Because sometimes I have a thought and it's like crazy for the moment. I just think that would never work. But how can I um, know if it's not working in some years? Mm. Josh, you want to take a stab at that? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, So I think first off, like if I'm praying for words and I'm questioning if that is from God or not, my very first filter is... Is what I'm thinking or receiving scriptural? Does it go against anything of scripture? If it does, not from God. Um, uh, so that's the first filter. Uh, the second is, um, I mean, I'm, I'm first thinking like, however, I'm receiving something. If I'm going to give something to someone, I want to go through the filter of humility. Um, of the, this could be me. This could be God. I'm never saying, thus says the Lord, or like in confidence <laughs> that this is definitely God. There's always. To your point with Manny, it's like this is meant to edify and encourage or to have someone start thinking about something that God might be putting on their heart. So I'm not going to tell someone, God's telling you, you should move to Africa or something like that. It's like, well, if they were praying and thinking of going to Uganda or something, then it's like, oh, wow, that's actually really confirming. 
Um, it's edifying. <laughs> but I'm not going to just throw something out there and say, hey, maybe you should be praying about this. That could be something that God might be opening for you. So it's having the humility to say that I could be wrong. This could just be me. But what I might be saying, I want you to back up with scripture and also be praying into and seeing if God is also confirming in other ways. Uh, so it's more like um, giving people the advice to talk to God. If, if, for example, God, I dream that Daniel should move to Poland or something like this. Then I go to Daniel and say, uh, you should pray about it because I had maybe in mind that God wants to tell you something. The way that I would maybe approach that would be, um, I would first probably ask God, like, do you have any more? Do you have any specifics on that? Um, mm. But if not, I would go to Daniel and say, hey, last night I had this dream. Uh, and in it, you moved to Poland. Is is that something that like has been on your mind or something you have a passion for? Um, and if he says no, like oh, okay, well that might not be accurate. Um, I, yeah, I think it, I think it's so weird that we we use like the old old English way of like the, all of a sudden that just turns on and it's like we're like you know professors in old English language. Yeah, and we start speaking that way instead of just like how you just said it. Hey, dude, I had a dream. Mm -hmm. And you moved to Poland, you know, is that anything that God is speaking to you about? Mm -hmm. What's up? Like, yeah. why do we overzealous, you know, with right. this weird dialect that no one uses anymore? Totally. But I think God can also, like, you were asking, like, if it's something weird, do I say it? Or I don't think that that's, mm. uh, so for, like, for example, I was, uh, had a kind of a dream one, one night as my buddy was in it. And I saw him playing a ukulele, like a, a small little <laughs> guitar. And I was like, oh, that was weird. And I was just texting him something that. Um, and I was like, I, I just felt like you were really sad while you were playing it and this kind of negative thing. And he was like, oh, man, I feel like I know exactly what that means. I just went to Hawaii and I just did this thing and, mm. and whatnot. And it's like, to me, that was nonsense. But to him, it was like, actually, that had a very specific thing and uh, uh, something related to it. And so I think God uses things like that. And, and kind of the only way to confirm those things are just like to ask. And if the person says no, then that's not it. But it, it could, well, if, God could be using it. Yeah, if, if being weird was the barometer of whether or not it's God or not, then we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, let's, let's go through just a few of the weird things. An axe floated on water. God told Moses to uh, strike a rock for water for the Israelites. There was manna that they woke up to and had bread from heaven. Uh, there was a virgin who gave birth to a boy. That's the savior of the world. I mean, like, wh where where do you want to set the weird bar when it comes to this stuff? Like, tell me which prophet wasn't weird. Yeah, sleep on your side naked for three and a half years. Yeah. Cook your food over dung. I mean, like, it, it just, the, the, there's nowhere in scripture where weirdness is not a part of the equation. No. Um, but that's also the nature of our creator. Like, he he does things called signs and wonders. And they're meant to point us to him, and they're meant to cause us to go, what was that? I mean, that's mm. literally what they asked the question when they got the manna. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is what manna means. Yeah. So, and Michael, maybe you can speak more into this, but um, like the way I think about it is like, I would love if God just said very clearly, like, oh, that guy is struggling with depression today or whatever, that I can just very immediately and effectively go, oh, hey, I have an answer for you. Let me pray or whatever. But for whatever reason, God speaks in images and... Uh, riddles and parables, and I find it uh, like you, you could talk with exact ears. There's this, I think it's like it's much easier for me to tune my ear to how God speaks as opposed to me trying to force Him to speak how I want Him to. And uh, I think growing in that and trying to test that out has is, is really been helpful mm. to understand kind of the Father's heart and how He does things yeah. and kind of mold to that. 
So cool. Boys, uh, our time is coming short, but I wanted to hear from these two other guys because I felt like you had something to say to some of the listeners or if you have a testimony of how God is using uh, to prophesy heaven's words here. I would love to hear from you all. It'd be really, really cool. So who's this next guy in the seat? This is Chance. Chance? Chance is also from Denver, Colorado. And he goes to a church called Park Church and is kind of overseeing their prophetic ministry. Sweet, sweet. And and who are you? My name is Martin. Um, I'm from Scotland, as you can tell. Um, yeah, I'm just here along for the ride for the week. Just love Jesus a lot and want to see him operate and empower and just here to learn, you know, uh-huh. learn, learn from these guys, you know. So, Do you live in Scotland? To, yeah, I live in Scotland. So you heard yeah. they were coming and you said, I'll meet you there. Yeah, well, I know Chance. Um, he was at my wedding. My wife's actually American. Oh. I'm- yeah. So... Um, and I got married at the church that he, uh, Chance, attends now. Sweet. And Josh used to be a, a member there as well. So yeah, yeah. My wife knows both of them, and I know um, Michael dude. through Remnant Radio. So yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know him, know him, but I sort of know him for the past few days. <laughs> so, yeah, but just You've been purely disappointed, I'm sure. Uh, you pretty know, much, yeah. I'm there's going the view early. of me from the TV, and then <laughs> did, there's the view of me Did you think person. he was taller or something? Yeah. I, just, yeah. <laughs> nah. He's not, he's not as short as me. <laughs> so, yeah, I love when, when Michael uh, first kind of interacted with Martin. One of those comments was, hey, man, I belch, I fart just like everybody else. And he's yeah. lived up to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to have a competition later. No, I'm just waiting. <laughs> what, what's God sure. been doing with you guys on, on this trip or even? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Saying, um, but... You know, we've been, uh, you know, like Josh shared earlier, we got here about a day and a half before Michael did. And we've just been kind of eager to start for praying for people and seeing God. Mm do some things, you know, that's, that's what we're excited, uh, to see happen here. And, you know, we've been, I think being, trying to be intentional just to, to pray for words of knowledge, mm-hmm. specifically for words of knowledge for healings. And I don't know if this is space, I, as I was kind of walking up to the station, there were some, some things that came to mind. If, yeah, please share. If I could, if I yeah, could share, yes. that's okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, walking up, I'm, I had an image, just, a. Just a picture. These things, mm-hmm. you all know how this works. I don't need to describe it to you. So, um, just had a picture of a, a woman with a toothache, and um, a sense that her name started with a, the letter K. Uh, there, there are a few other things. Um, so, I, I just I'm sensing that God wants to heal that. You know, as we've been praying, praying for words of knowledge for healing specifically. So that's as my heart. Um, so if there's somebody who's listening or watching, um, if your name starts with a K and you have a toothache, you know, um, be healed in Jesus name. Uh, and, um, just, just a few other things here. Not, not many. Uh, I felt like I had, a. I, we walked by a, kind of a bike shop earlier. So maybe this is why that came to mind, but I felt like I had an image of a bike mechanic who thinks Christianity is a joke and maybe, maybe his name is Andrew. Um, so I, my sense for that person is God loves you. He's real. And, uh, if that's you, this should be a testimony for that. Um, and then finally, um, I just had a sense that somebody has a pain in their lower right leg. It's something to do with driving. You know, I don't know if it, it, I don't know if it was like a car accident or, or if they have pain the way that if they drive a lot, um, that's, it's just something that, that I'm, 
sensing that God wants to heal that person's yeah. lower yeah. right leg, something to do with driving. Mm. So, yeah. Do you want to pray or anything like that? Or just yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, yeah he just wants to know about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just I Go just for submit it, it and um yeah, Jesus, we we ask uh, for your goodness to show through um as over the radio, over over Facebook, Father, you are you are across all of it and um Father, we pray for these people. Um you know who they are and Jesus, we pray that toothaches would just be gone. Um Lord, we pray that Andrew would know that he is loved by you. Uh, that you are real, that Christianity is not a joke, and um, also that you're proud of his work. Um, yeah. you know, Andrew, who who works with your hands. Uh, and then um, the sense for a lower right leg pain, uh, God, we, we pray that the, the pain from whatever damage is there, whether it's muscular or, or um, bone, uh, Lord, that you would repair that in, in mm. Jesus' name, that the pain would be gone. Um, I, I sense it might be related, again, to work and, and driving and um, yeah, so, um, yeah, God, that you just, uh, show your love in these ways. Amen. Amen. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for letting me share. Yeah, of course. Um, and let us know if there's any, any feedback, any testimonies. Yes, definitely. This. You know, I'd love to, love, love following up. You yeah. know, I don't, I don't especially like, like this setup and where, you know, I will just speak whatever and like maybe somebody's out there, but you know, I, I like no one. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard, you know, you feel compelled. Uh, I've had a few times where I wanted to, because of the situation, it didn't seem like I should share, but I mm-hmm. just could not not. Yeah. So you definitely. just you just got to go for it mm-hmm. yeah, and let him do the rest. Absolutely. Yeah. Got anything for us? No, no. Any, any words of encouragement for us? Nothing really from God, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm just... It's good to be here. I'm really kind of excited to see these guys yeah. um, just walking in the Lord. And yeah, yeah. Excited for them, encouraged, and I just want, to, yeah, sort of drink it in and see what God does. You know, sweet, yeah. sweet. Well, you're going to close this out in prayer if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. But uh, just um, reminder: these guys are going to be in Owasan Church here in Torshound Friday, Saturday. Go ahead and go jump on Facebook, Instagram, and look up YWAM Feral Islands, and you can find out all the details about. Um, what's the name of the school again? Shine? Arise and Shine. Arise and Shine. I like that scripture. So Isn't it Isaiah? Isaiah 16, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. 7.30 p.m. on Friday, 10 a.m. 1930 on Friday and, t- and 10 in the morning on, on Saturday. But all the info is on their page. So thank you for joining us this hour. My first time with Shay. Looking forward to building this relationship with you all and just, you know, journeying together so um would you like to close this prayer please yeah jesus we love you so much thank you that you um that you know us intimately you know uh, our hearts you know everything about us even the things that we're ashamed of even the things that we wouldn't tell anyone or our secrets but yet you still move towards us you came to this world to lay down your life and to give your life freely so that we would believe in you and just have new life and have hope And I believe there's many people in this country that have no hope. They might be searching for hope in different places, um, in bars, on social media, um, living lies in their life. And I just pray, Lord, that you would be just revealing your love to them, um, that you would just even right now be speaking, calling them, that you're the good shepherd and that you lay down your life for your sheep. And so, Lord, we pray. Just just to worship you right now, we thank you for um, your goodness. Thank you that you're God. Um, thank you that we can trust in you, that you're the one that is faithful. Um, yeah, and we just worship you. Amen.
Amen. Cool. Thanks for joining us, and I hope we get to hang out some more, though. Yeah, I know. Not just here. We will. We got we got a decent amount of downtime. At least uh, Sunday, I think, and definitely come on Saturday evening, I think. Just along for the ride. Yeah, along for the ride. Know. We'll make it work. You got it. You got to be part of some some Faroese culture stuff. Have you tried the food yet? Or I, I don't consider the Irish pub. That's that's normal food. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. stuff we don't get in the states. Like, really? Yeah, trying, not really. Like fish and chips. Not trying like to that. find some whale. Some whale. My, there, there was a grin. There was a whale. grin, which is called like, um, like when the whales come in and, uh-huh. you know, they do their yeah. duty. Yeah. That uh, it, it was over by the airport though. That was on. What day was it? We were we were in. Uh, was it on Sunday? It was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So. You missed out. Yeah, you could have picked me yeah. up from the airport. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, you are. Be blessed. Uh, out there, and we'll see you or you'll hear from us next week. Take care. Bye-bye.